Okay, welcome back to Rebel with the Cause. I am your host, Eric. And, uh, oh man, this week I've got some, uh, some good, good stories and uh, a couple of good questions via Instagram this time. So, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Louisiana Housemakers. Uh, right here in my hometown, Baton Rouge. Refuse to legalize sports betting. All right. Uh, Louisiana won't be legalizing sports betting this legislative session. The House Appropriations Committee voted 14 to 6 Tuesday to shelve Republican Senator Danny Martinez's proposal to allow sports wagering in the state. By the time the committee rejected the bill, Martinez said it was so overloaded with objectionable amendments that it couldn't win enough legislative support even to even if it escaped the committee. The Senate supported legalizing sports betting on professional, college, and international sports events at Louisiana's 16 casinos and four racetracks. Martini of Kenner says Louisiana residents are already betting on sports through online offshore sites and neighboring casinos in Mississippi. He says Louisiana should regulate and tax the activity. But the House and its budget committee are more conservative with many lawmakers who oppose gambling. Okay, so uh, that's a big double. That's a big status double whammy right there. Okay, so first... Uh, regulate and tax. No, if people are going to gamble their money away, just let them gamble their money away. The, uh, if you don't want them to gamble, them losing all of their money will kind of uh, help that along. They don't need to have an extra, um, hmm, how should I put this, uh, thief to insert their hands into their wallet to take money out that they're already going to lose. You understand? So, um, and then on the other side, the conservative lawmakers who oppose gambling, well, we all know where this is coming from because I live in the South and everyone here thumps their Bible harder than anything else. Uh, we don't want you casting lots because that's what they did outside of Jesus's tomb. Okay. Number one, if someone is going to gamble, that's their choice. I know you may not like that choice. And gosh darn it, you may hate the person for making that choice. But that's where it ends. You can't go around parenting other adults as much as you don't want them to gamble. You can't stop them from doing it. The only people who can stop them from doing that is themselves. Why? Because they own themselves. You don't own them. So, gambling. All right? If you are rolling up to the uh, the casino and you've got a thousand dollars in your hands, okay, but the mortgage is due in a couple of days, and now you're going to gamble the thousand dollars you were going to pay on the mortgage. And remember, they call it gambling and not winning, right? So yeah, there's a chance you may win some. Okay. But then again, you might lose everything. And now, now you're in a pickle, right? Now you're up the creek without a paddle, right? So, is it stupid to gamble? Yeah. Is it fun to gamble? Yeah, sometimes. It's sometimes fun to bet on sporting events. You know, one of my favorite shows, TV shows, was Rescue Me, back in the day. It was uh, 
Dennis Leary was in a firehouse and uh, had this one guy, and he was watching a, a sports game. And he's like, oh, man, they're killing me on first downs. And he's like, wait, you're betting on first downs? He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's a degenerate gambler right there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's fun to gamble sometimes, especially if you're, you know, it's disposable income anyways. So, like, if I take $20 to the casino and go set up on a blackjack table and come away with 100 bucks, yeah, I'm going to have fun. If I lost the 20 bucks, okay. That's, that's maybe uh, one less time to go to the burrito thing, right? So, you just kind of got to weigh this stuff out. Now, adults are adults, and they're capable of making their own decisions. Okay. Now, if they make the wrong decision, the punishment is already going to be there. Like, if they gamble too much money away, and then they don't have any money for anything else, maybe they'll learn a lesson. Maybe they won't. But again, you can't parent other adults, and trying to legislate morality has already doomed hundreds of millions of people to death. So let's not do that again. Oy. Okay. This one, uh, from Mises.org. This is actually a pretty good article. Uh, Jacob Hornberger. Uh, in school compulsory attendance laws. So if your kid chooses to skip school, right? Now, uh, let's see. Uh, imagine if Congress were to enact a law that required every American to attend church on Sundays. The overwhelming majority of Americans would go up in arms. The concept of religious liberty is so deeply ingrained in our American heritage that there is no way that people, including devout Christians, would accept such a law. The heritage was enshrined in the First Amendment, which prohibits Congress from enacting such a law. Now, suppose things had been the exact opposite. Suppose that from the beginning, the Constitution had authorized Congress to enact compulsory church attendance laws. Suppose the that immediately after the Constitution called for the federal government into existence, Congress had enacted a law requiring parents to send their children to church in order to be educated in religious, moral, ethical, and biblical principles. Suppose that we had been living with that national compulsory church attendance law for the entire history of the United States. Now suppose we libertarians were to advocate the repeal of the church attendance law, which would enable families to decide for themselves whether to send their children to church or not. Could you imagine the outcry? Are you libertarians crazy? Which we actually get that question quite a bit, right? If we let families make that decision, no one would send their children to church. Most parents are just too irresponsible. How could we be certain that the children would receive the right education and training when it comes to morality, ethics, and religion? Wouldn't some parents teach their children to be atheists or even worse, worship Satan? No, your libertarians are all off base. People are all ready for that type of freedom. Repealing the church attendance law would destroy the moral, religious, and ethical foundation of American society. All right, so... Uh, Jacob Hornberger here is uh, drawing the distinction, you know, and uh, being forced to go to a public school, government school, uh, is just the same. You know, the parents should have the ultimate choice in where to send their kids to school. Okay. And uh, a lot with that would be the uh, the free market of education. You know, if uh, if I choose to homeschool, then, you know, going to homeschool my kid, or if I'm going to send them somewhere else, 
you know, then he can go to a private school uh, and then, you know, I want to check out the curriculum, see what's going on with it. What are they teaching? But this is uh, another one of those uh, sacred cows that do need to be slaughtered at some point. You know, the state can't come in and tell parents how to parent their children. It's already bad enough they're telling adults. They're already trying to parent adults. Don't you go gambling your money. You know, the Roman soldiers casted lots outside of Mr. Jesus' tomb. And that was a bad thing. Yeah, it's the same stuff here. You send your kids to our school. That way we can be sure that they're educated correctly. Oh, and um, this then leads into the next story. All right, this one from the New York Slimes. Um, so a uh, the United States Army basically... <laughs> Do I need to get involved, dogs? Sorry about that. Uh, the United States Army posted a video on Twitter featuring a scout in fatigues who said his service gave him the opportunity to fight for something greater than himself, making him a better man. Okay, so let's rewind the tape a little bit. The New York Police Department tried this very same thing with a hashtag called MyNYPD. Okay, the results were hilarious. Why? Because everyone in New York City knows what kind of uh, police department that they have, and they posted all kinds of stories. Here's the cops stopping frisking me because I was black walking on the street. You know, that kind of stuff. So in the same vein, this happened on um, on Twitter with the, the, with the Army Post. Right underneath that was hundreds, hundreds of stories. All bad. All worse than the one before it. Um... So in the next tweet, the Army opened the floor and asked, how has serving impacted you? The post was shared widely and received thousands of responses, but many were probably not what the Army was looking for. <laughs> Twitter. That's the, uh, the dumpster fire of the Internet. You know, instead, the call-out provided what some felt was a rare platform to spotlight the darker consequences of military service for soldiers and their families. As tweet after tweet describing lifelong health complications, griefed over loved ones lost, sexual assaults gone unpunished, and struggles with post-traumatic stress disorder and depression. The public just doesn't want to hear about it, said Brandon Neely, 38, former Army specialist who posted about his PTSD. They don't want to hear about the guys, these veterans that don't sleep, have night sweats, are irritated. Some guys get really bad anxiety and depression. Um... And wonderful. A train is going by at 10 p.m. Oh boy. All right. Anyways, um, so I can I can add on to this. Uh, my own personal experience with uh, the U.S. Army, in particular, um, was a short one. Uh, five months and 22 days. I got a hernia. Had to get out. Um, but I had other reasons for getting out. On top of that, uh, this was 1998. And um, we're training how to take prisoners 
Okay. And the drill sergeants thought they would have uh, some fun with us. And they said, okay, now you're the group that's going to get captured. I need you guys to start screaming, I'm an American, I have rights. Um, hand goes up. Drill sergeant. Yes, private. Uh, when would we ever be taking American citizens as prisoners? Uh, you remember that shit that happened in uh, Los Angeles, right? Uh, yes, drill sergeant. Yeah, well, one day they'll beg for us to come into a city. Start shooting rioters. Gotta maintain order. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Also got family members that come back. <clears throat> you know, had an uncle that served uh, <clears throat> four tours in Vietnam. Every time <clears throat> a loud jet would pass over, he would dive underneath his bed. You know, story, you know, that hits home. And, you know, we've only been at the war on terror since 2001. And folks, check your math. In 2001 was 18 years ago. There are kids going to Afghanistan to relieve their dads of duty. You need to think about that one for a moment. This war on terror has gone on a hell of a long time. It's the longest war the United States has ever been involved in. Which should be no surprise. I think I read somewhere the other day that uh, the United States has been at war 222 out of the 240 years it's been around. Now, I should tell you something. There's not a whole lot of peacetime going on around here. And especially something as stupid as the war on terror. It's all dumb. And yeah, the kids that are going over there are getting fucked up and they're coming back. All messed up. And so, no, I don't blame them for posting all of these stories. And I've read through a whole bunch of them. I just kind of skimmed through them. All pretty much what this uh, New York Slime story is describing. The New York Times is putting a little bit of a softer edge on it. I'll put it that way. If you go and read those. They're terrible. No one should ever have to be a, uh, subjected to that kind of nonsense. Especially since it was so stupid to begin with. Um. <sighs> All right. Well, now we are going to get into the uh, the fun part of the show. Now that I brought everybody's mood down by a hundred notches. <laughs> Uh, so I opened up the Ask Me Anything window on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. I didn't get anything from Twitter, oddly enough. But this time I got some on Instagram. Uh, and the first one here, the Empress of Meme, uh, which, by the way, you should uh, follow her on Instagram. Uh, she's just got the best meme templates of all time. I like to capture all the, the nature ones that I've been doing late, lately and sending them to her. 
but she asks, what's your Hogwarts house? Now, I don't get involved with all this Harry Potter silliness, and I have never sat under a sorting hat, so I rightly don't know. But I know it takes what I want into account, so I'm thinking Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah, Hufflepuff. All right. Another good one here from a Voluntary Contrarian. I recently recorded a show on how discouraged and hopeless I am when it comes to realizing a peaceful, voluntary society. How it seems that nothing we post, print, or say will bring us toward that goal. What keeps you going? How or where do you find the optimism in this world of status? Well, that's a big one. Uh, what do I keep? How do I keep going? Um, When I have discussions with people in a meat space, as we all like to call it, out in public, um, I do try to engage in a little bit of circle talk with them. So we'll start with the, uh, the proposition, and we'll kind of talk in a circle until we come back to the same thing and see if they still agree. And um, I, I do see, for the most part, that people do get it here and there. Um and what keeps me going is that I know it's not going to happen in my lifetime. Okay. I don't even really think it's going to happen in my kids' lifetime. Maybe their kids' lifetimes. Maybe not on this planet. But <laughs> it's the, uh, the, the, the slow, gradual change that I think is going to happen. Um, but it could be one of those things where the slow, gradual change is going to lead to a big change all in a hurry. And, uh, you know, that might have some consequences to it. But what keeps me going is whenever I explain something to someone and then they get that instant light bulb moment, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So um, you never know who's listening, all right? So you may be talking to somebody about one thing, but then somebody who's listening offhand kind of catches something. And like a mind virus, you know, that just sends them off into another direction. So I, I just got to keep uh, keep the hope alive that, you know, I'm, I'm getting somebody to maybe turn their view maybe 1% of the way. And that might lead to a cascade event that might get their, their mind reeling. Because after all, you know, all of us didn't start this way. You know, I didn't come out of the womb, you know, talking about Bitcoins and... <laughs> And uh, taxation is theft and everything. So we all had to start from somewhere. And uh, so, you know, all it took was me, you know, kind of listening to some people, you know, here and there. And then all of a sudden the switch went off. So it's, it's going to be the same for somebody else. And, yeah, a lot of it seems like we go backwards. You know, uh, like the story I read at the, at the beginning, you know, conservative lawmakers don't want people to gamble. And so they want to legislate their morality on everybody else. You know, to me, that's a step backwards. <laughs> um, but I think uh, I think if we keep at it, you know, you'll start to to build that ten percent. And there's that theory out there that if you can get the ten percent of the population to do something, that's when a big change happens. So, but uh, thanks for those questions. Uh, right now, guys, we'll just go ahead and get into the plugs. Uh, please. Support the show any way you can. Uh, you know, I got the Patreon.com still, got Bitbacker.io. 
uh, subscribe star uh, is is humming along quite nicely. Uh, I also sell t-shirts and coffee mugs and stuff at teespring.com forward slash rubble with a cause podcast. Uh, and, uh, you know, PayPal, you know, if you want to do it that way, it's uh, paypal.me forward slash rubble with a cause show. Uh, and as always, guys, this has been a fun week. Uh, I do like appreciate the questions. Uh, I, I do appreciate the silly ones. I do like the silly ones. So if you want to ask me about, you know, my favorite footwear or uh, Hogwarts house I should belong to, uh, please drop a line. All right, guys. <laughs>